Alright, ready? Alright, my name is Josh Alvarez. And I'm Liam O'Donnell. And you are listening to episode 63 of Cinepunks. Cinepunks! So, welcome. Today we have uh, our guest, Mr. Andy Nelson. Does anyone ever call you Andrew? Only my parents when they're mad at me. Oh, man. Whoa. <laughs> they're like, Andrew Nelson, goddammit. <laughs> Get over here. Uh, yeah, no one calls me that <laughs> ever, actually. But, when did, uh, was, there a t- if you was there a moment when you switched to Andy? No. Like, were you Andrew? You've always been Andy. I've always been. Yeah. Wow. You know what's funny? Been. Growing up, my parents called me Joey. Why is that? I don't know. And then I, when I was, I, I have distinct memories of being in like kindergarten and being like, how do you spell Josh? And it was like J O E Y. Uh, and yeah. like, and there was like this weird disconnect between like what my name was to like other people. And Wait, then, so this is why everyone calls you Joey? Yeah, oh. my entire life that's yeah. what it's been, except for when I'm not at home. My yeah. brother calls me Joey. I think it's like uh, it's always tough, like when you get to an age where you have like a sort of like infantilizing nickname or whatever, yeah, yeah, and yeah, then yeah, you're yeah. like, no, 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 it's <laughs> Timothy. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. Only my parents it's call me Joseph. That. <laughs> <laughs> well, the funny thing is, Filipino nicknames is one syllable repeated twice. So I have a cousin named Junjun. You know, I have a cousin named sure. Sasa. Sure. Like all that stuff. So I almost got that shit. Do they always have to? Do those people do the same thing? We're like, no, no, no. It's not. Well, I had one uh, one of my friends growing up. His yeah. name was Rod. Yeah, short for Rodolfo, named after his dad. Mm-hmm. But his parents called him Bong Bong. <laughs> And then, like, I, I didn't okay, see that's him. that's literally fucked up. Like, I totally went to college and then totally came back. And I was like, hey, what's up, Bung? And he's like, it's Rod. Like, oh, snap, we're there. Okay, <laughs> here we go. Rod, how you doing? Time to reframe your entire personality in, by your name. Is that kind of like a friend of the show, Carp, that his name is actually Brian? And when everyone gets an, <laughs> gets an email from them, they're like, oh, I thought your name Who was Carp. Who the is Brian? When or Hexter. Hexter. Try calling Hexter Brian. Yeah, no, I call him Brian. Yeah. He's like, only you and my parents call me that. Like that's, I guess that's, that's actually not true, but well, I'm okay with it. <laughs> I'll, I'll buy the the fantasy of it. Hey, yeah. jo- hey, Josh. Hey, what? For those of our guests who guess, for those of our listeners who might not know, <laughs> where 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 would they know? Andy? I mean, we know Andy. How long have friend. I known you for, Andy? I was thinking about this on the way over. We we've been friends for about 15 years. 15, maybe. Something do, you, do you know the weird role that you play in my musical career? Uh. I don't know. I never played any of my songs for anybody except for that one day we were at 802. Yeah. Our and old, I was my sitting, old house on Lombard Street. Yeah. And I was sitting with you mm-hmm. and I played you a bunch of my songs that I'd written. Was that the first time? That was time the first time that anybody heard That's any of the crazy. songs I ever wrote, ever. You were That's so confident. Really you were intense. so confident. Dude. And it could have been awkward, too. Yeah, it that was could have been awkward. really weird. My no, memory of it is that it was awkward. No, it wasn't awkward at that all. That I was like, Andy, these are my songs. I'm going to play them for you Don't right you now. Don't you think you think it's awkward because you're insecure about it? It's a distinct possibility. You're going to feel awkward, of course, because yeah. you're like, oh my God, I'm My insecurity is not even a specter. It is like a full force monster. Hmm. It is a thing everywhere. It's in everything that I do. Well, I didn't know it at the time, but it, those were like... I think I actually... My whole life was really awkward then, and I didn't really acknowledge it at all. Like, I slept in a closet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. There were like 10 Is this a house that there. I've been to? Yeah, you might have been. Maybe. That's where Kid Dynamite played. And, uh, Richie lived Richie there. Richie Rojas. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was um, there a couple times. Jeff Pelly and stuff. Oh, yeah. You yeah. were the guy in the closet. Yeah, I didn't know you then. I slept in a closet. I just knew and you slept in a closet. I was like single <laughs> and like awkwardly early 20s, you know? So I was, it was always funny to like try and, you know, be on a date or something and be like, so. I have Dude. to tell you about my closet. <laughs> Some of the funniest stories about people going on dates at that house. 
like Brandon, just like have being on a date and like Max walking out from under the stairs out of like a puff of like smoke. Like, sure. hey, what's up? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and one of the other roommates who I won't name, like definitely I, I was I came home with a girl I was dating at the time. I don't want to make it sound like I was some sort of like ladies man back then because it was like the total opposite, <laughs> which made it all the worse when we came home. And one of my roommates was like passed out on the living room couch with like literally his pants around his ankles nice. and his hand in his underwear and like some like nudie movie playing on Sick. on the TV. And it was like, that was a pretty rough, in <laughs> retrospect, a pretty rough like group. It was like six dudes who were all straight edge and all just weird yeah Yeah, just really all maladjusted weirdos it seriously uh, was my favorite place in philadelphia like before i moved here you go into that house and disappear for a week and not know it me too i I only went in that house four times and all four times i sat and watched sports bloopers with richie roja Mm. oh sports bloopers yeah yeah he had a couple different bloopers tapes spanish bloopers was my favorite that one and then the buddies watching you thing yeah. We watched Spanish bloopers one time too. But Spanish bloopers. There was this one sports bloopers yeah. one where the guy kept rolling and, and when he did it, Richie would say, and we're rolling, we're rolling. Like he would like narrate it four different times. And I, yeah. and I couldn't figure out why we kept watching it. But I think I think every time there was a, another person with me who was a new person. Mm-hmm. So then he had to show off, yeah. even though I had seen it in this context. <laughs> the only time I had seen it was in this house. But he'd be like, let's put on sports bloopers. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> Again with the sports, <laughs> Jesus. It was a simpler time back then. Like you had to go to someone's house to watch a video of funny stuff. Like, yeah, exactly. Like that sure. was. You ever see Bill Florio's wedding bloopers? No. Oh my god. Why? Oh, did Richie have that too? No, I have it. But like, it was this thing for a long time where like, if you want, everyone talked about it. Everyone sure. knew like yeah. quotes from it and stuff. But you couldn't. There was no way to see it. Like, yeah. I think it's probably on mm. YouTube or something now. Simpler but times. It's like this dude on Long Island. This like hardcore guy worked as a wedding videographer for yeah. like in the 80s and 90s for years and had access to like just imagine and he head, was like, like a punk rocker 80s drunk weddings yeah, totally. long island oh. just like it's incredible there's probably uh, coke involved <laughs> i don't know i don't think you see anyone do coke but there's definitely i'm just assuming yeah 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 you just <laughs> assume right like, yeah it's it's pretty rough and you know that's like a not flattering <laughs> time in like video technology no, history yeah, totally so it's the best but yeah like for years it was just a thing you had to like, go over to someone's house to watch <laughs> yeah you know i remember spanish bloopers being a big thing we'd have viewings of it every i mean so that long. was also the case with like rv man right like rv yeah, man was yeah, a yeah. phenomenon before the internet mm-hmm. right what's rv man oh my god Josh. i don't know what rv man is you are such i am a cultural idiot have it's you not that me? big a deal. It's just a guy <laughs> is trying to do this commercial for an RV and he can't stop fucking up and cursing. Oh. And they eventually like cut all of his bloopers into like a tape that like circulated and then it was on the internet. And now there's a documentary about like whatever happened to RV man. Because <laughs> it was such a huge... I mean, that was a, wow. that tape was popular at a time where literally it was a tape. Like you had to like, you know, yeah. send me RV man. It's it was a viral video before the internet. Yeah, before you know, that, viral videos was a thing. Right, right. Right. Which, you know. I mean, at a certain point, right, like there were... Vi- I mean, I always hear people talk about viral videos starting with YouTube. I don't know why we're talking about this. Uh, uh, starting with YouTube, but like you guys remember, like videos would... You would see a video yeah. not on YouTube. Like, sure, there was sure. like What were like uh, Daily Motion or what was the other one? Uh, there was a few websites that would have like weird videos. Yeah. I don't remember the names of any of them, though. I used to like have them memorized <laughs> because I, I wasn't smart enough to bookmark things. So I'd have to remember what the actual URL was. This whole conversation was. is going right off the rails. I have no hey, idea what hey you're Josh, saying to me right hey now. Hey, Josh. Hey, Josh. Hey, what's up? There's this thing called the internet. No, no, no. What I was going to say to you is 
where might people know Andy Nelson from? <laughs> where would people know Andy Nelson from, Andy? Are you you're asking make me to, him? No, you're supposed to intro no, your guest. You're guests. terrible at this I No, because see, here's the thing. It's, I'm it's, not going to do it. You have to do it. Andy, you might know from such acts as The Paint of Black. Yep. The Ceremony. Yep. And The Dark Blue. Yep. You got to throw, there's got to be one. The in Knives people, Out. Yeah, see that's Yeah, see? The knives you need out. One, I mean Yo, it's sick that I'm getting credit for knives out. I'm saying I only man. played two shows. Really? Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give People you props for Kill the Man Who Questions too. Didn't you only play like one show with them? I played zero shows in Kill the Man Who Questions. Sick. I was not in that band. I was gonna say you just said take, that. That's I'll not, take I thought you were in that band. Yo, straight up, you what? know my Wait, man no, no. from Dis Sucks. Boom. <laughs> Rizzo Machine. <laughs> Boom. Yes. Dead Milkman. Boom. <laughs> you can just keep naming Philly no, bands there's that kind of, I wasn't but... in if you want. <laughs> what is a Andy? What is a what is a band that you were in that people know the band a little bit, but they don't know that you're in that you were in the band? I played in "I Hate You" for like oh, one yeah. or two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what other things? I don't know. I have a really bad memory for that kind of stuff. No, I get that. But you know, uh, here's the thing, though. I I mean, like, yeah. For as long as I've known you, you've done bands. Yeah. But I've only known you as my friend Andy. Like, yeah, it's never been like, yeah, this is my boy well, Andy. You know, We're you're just like in the scene, man. You yeah. just like think of it. Hey, I'm just a normal guy. Just like, <laughs> you know. One of us. No, dude. Seriously though, it's like we watch movies together. Like that's my boy Andy. It's all good. <laughs> well, I think you guys. I mean, I I, I want to make fun of you. You but. also knew. I mean, you've known me so. Like, I was like a straight up, just like a f- punishing loser when you met me. You know, I, I still am. I wasn't. I, I wasn't going to. I wasn't going to say that. But <laughs> yeah. the premise that you knew Andy before people knew his bands is true. Right. Yeah. yeah that's yeah, that's a sure. that's just a fact. Definitely. Yeah. But I, I I think it's unfair to say you were a punishing loser. That's not. No, fair. I was. I no, was horrible. definitely not. Yeah. Then what I, are we now? I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. What are we doing I, here? I actually realized the other day this is the worst. I think I'm the worst kind of Punisher because most of the time I'm like normal, so people think like Liam's normal, and then I get on one topic, and then, and then I'll then just you lose punch. your shit. On I was that talking thing. to someone, we were having a normal conversation, and then it just came around something related to pizza bagels, which is my recent rant about pizza bagels. What's the rant? Do you love? Oh wait, first, are you for or against pizza bagels? Uh, that's not what matters. Oh, here's what I'll do it is. You. Do you guys okay. remember the song from the commercial? No. Pizza in the pizza morning. On, yeah. Pizza in the evening. Pizza at supper time. When pizza's on a bagel, you can eat pizza anytime. This was a bagel bites commercial. Right. That was bagel bites or those pizza bagels. No, I think it's just. I, no. Wait, wasn't bagel bites a pizza bagel? Yeah, then? it's a mini bagel with pizza. With on pizza. It. Oh, that's what but that's what I'm saying. Whatever, yeah. whatever the name of it is. We're talking about the pizza. I'm bagels. just trying to be clear for the listener. Yeah, but this is what is I'm trying to say. To so be this is no, 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 no. So okay, so people basically know. If you don't know, go on YouTube. You'll find the commercial right easily. Here's YouTube. my issue. I have for a long time been weirded out by the tendency in. America, some other countries too, but especially in America, to treat breakfast food as some sort of like ontologically separate kind of food. There's something about breakfast food that is different than all other kinds of foods. So you could have dinner food at lunch, you have lunch food at dinner, but when you have breakfast for dinner, that's like a, we're doing breakfast for dinner. Or if you were like, oh, I'm going to have dinner food for breakfast, people are like, what the fuck? Look at that guy, he's eating dinner food. He's an outlaw. Breakfast. What the f- <laughs> and that's the central thesis of the pizza bagel song, right? which is that the only reason you can have pizza for breakfast, which we all know is bullshit because we've all had pizza for breakfast, right? but the only reason, according to the pizza bagels, you can have it is because it's on a bagel. Which is 
here's why that's extra stupid. This is extra stupid because I suggest to you, if you had a piece of pizza the same size as a pizza bagel, that piece of pizza is healthier for you <laughs> than the pizza bagel because it's not on a bagel, right? Right. Which right, is actually right. not good for you, right? It makes me upset, <laughs> and so this came up. What you're upset because of the com- nutritional aspect of it? I'm upset because how did this come up conversationally? How did you have a conversation with someone normally? It was normally? so obliquely. It, it, there was no logic to it. All of a sudden, I'm ranting at someone who I know you guys. Just some guy walking. I'm down the okay street. with ranting to y'all. No, this is like a coworker who doesn't know me that well, and I'm like, and the thing about the pizza bagel song, <laughs> and I'm like going into it, like, I, you know, I have friends at work. I emailed this to someone, and they were like, yeah, I get what you're saying. Like, this is kind of cool. And then I say it to this woman, and she's looking at me like. Why are you talking about this? And I'm like, I don't know why I'm talking about this. That's why I think uh, I'm the worst kind of punisher. Look on the bright side, your co- that guy knows you pretty well now. Yeah, you this know, is the kind of dude you have friends. <laughs> to be yeah. fair, this is the kind of the, the, the person. You know, whatever, it doesn't matter. Point is, <laughs> uh, hey, we're gonna jump into our whacking on track section, but first, we want to thank right. the good people at Lehigh Valley Apparel Creations, xlvacx.com on the uh, interwebs. Side note: Chris Reject is not straight edge, right? But that is the address of the Did website. Did he used to be straight edge? I don't know. We've never cleared it up. I don't know why Can it's XLVACX. in? Oh, this isn't live. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have thought about us doing a live show so people could call in. That would be amazing. Um, no, I, it, here's the thing. I think Lehigh I have his Va- phone number. Lehigh Valley Apparel Creations. Um, so do I. Uh, <laughs> does great work. This is it. I know. Right? No, there are sponsors. There, there. They're sponsoring this episode. Be nice. <laughs> um, sponsoring for real? Yeah. Yeah. If you would like to sponsor an episode, you various it, businesses, hit you us up. You're not calling him right now. <laughs> I hate you so much. Damn it. God damn you, Chris Reject. Why he'll, you... lis- he'll listen to this later. Uh-huh. Hey, uh, yo, he's just dodging the straight edge question. <laughs> straight up. Just saying. Lehigh Valley, Lehigh Valley, Lehigh Valley Apparel <laughs> Creations does great work. You should go there. If you ever bought a Cinepuncture, you've had their work well, in your hands. Maybe. We'll if see. If you've purchased it, anything from Gloss or from... Uh, Iron Chic. Oh, they they're doing hers now too. The hers, new, the new yeah. hers design. If you are want awesome. some sweet, which I saw on Infowars. Shout out to yeah, them. They yeah, got the, they got a uh, they got hers made it to Infowars. Alex Jones spoke upon hers because of the uh, behead the bro. I love those shirts. Decapitate the Don Great shirt. Great shirt, yeah. They're like, the, the InfoWars thing was like, these lefties want ISIS to kill the president. And, oh and they God. had this dude wearing that shirt. Uh, so great. By the way, this is the most unwieldy ad that's ever existed. <laughs> so, Lehigh Valley Pro Creations, xlvacx.com. You should go and have your stuff printed by them because they're great. they're awesome. All right. Now it's time for Whacking on, on Track. Yes. That was a pretty Still amazing. Still so spontaneous. We're going to get so to a point. So spontaneous. We have to like literally cue up our breath before Dude, we can do it. We're, we're like, going <gasps> to get to a point where you're just going to move one of your eyebrows and we're both going to know what that means. It's going to be so sick. It'll be really good when we can do it in public. We're not recording the podcast. Like, we're just uh, hanging out with people, and all of a sudden we just look at each other and go, whack it on track. People won't uh, want to spend time with so us. So great. Andy, <laughs> as our guest, you can either begin or end the segment. How would you like to start? I'm going to go last. Cool. Because okay. I'm new to this whole thing. I don't right. want, you know. Josh, would you like to go first? Sure. Do it. On track. I played with Andy's band. It was sick. awesome. So uh, we played Get Better Fest together. Oh, we forgot to say that's one of my other groups. Open City. Open, open City. City. Yeah. Right. How could you forget Open City? Maybe he was going to lead up to it. I was I was getting there. Yeah. You don't know what I was going to say. 
<laughs> so, okay. So this past week has been uh, full of watching wonderful movies and hanging out. Um, it was X-Fest last Saturday, the uh, Exhumed Films Exploitation Festival. And um, big up to uh, our friends at Exhumed, Joseph and uh, Dan and... and, um, and uh, Harry. Harry and... Jesse. Jesse. Yes, yes. The Exhumed crew for putting on an amazing festival. I typically steer away from exploitation films because I, I just am not so much a fan. But this time, it was pretty fun. The three We saw a 3D kung fu movie called Dynasty from yep. 1977. Yep. And then we saw Death Rides a Horse. Yep. It was pretty cool. So And then that's when I bailed to go to Get Better Fest where we played with Pandemics and... Uh, who else played that? Uh, Hers played, but I, I had to miss them. But uh, Soul Rise, Soul Glow, um, Open City. It was awesome. It was Radiator really, Hospital. Radiator Hospital played. Man, it was a good, that was yeah. a crazy day. And then I left there and I came back and John Waters was at the International House. Yep. What? Mr. John Waters. Mr. John Waters. And we watched Pink Flamingos on 35. It was an amazing day. So that was one of my most on-track days ever. I agree. In life. I got to watch Pink Flamingos introduced by John Waters and we got to play with Open City. So <laughs> these two, yeah, John, these Water, John Waters was at the third Painted Black show. Was he really? Yeah. How like did that happen? Three or something. Uh, we played Baltimore and he was just at the gig. It was at it was at Autobar. <laughs> yeah, and he was just there and like, he was thrown down. He was doing cartwheels and stuff. Yeah, he st- he was like walking on people's heads. I had to yell at him and stuff. No. <laughs> we we know that's not true. <laughs> yeah, it's totally true. Totally no, he. True. I'll tell you what was true though. He was like standing in the bar like when we were like loading in i mean he stayed wow. for the show um but he was just like perfect john like john waters never doesn't look like john waters no yeah. that's true and he yeah. was like suit martini just by himself just standing there <laughs> it's so great and uh man i talked to him for a little while he's very friendly i want to be his friend so bad i think you probably could be i think so he seems successful i think it's time for you to move to baltimore my friend. <laughs> <laughs> so uh so yeah so that was a pretty great day that was last saturday and uh yeah, that is it. That's what I did that was on track recently to, to recent memory. Oh, also, Solarize put out a new tape, The Thermodynamics of Life, tape two. It's really good. So that took, thank you, took a long time. There was a, a lot of effort, and, uh, you know, I, I'm pretty happy with uh, with the end result of it. I think that was uh, pretty great. And um, so so that happened, and, uh, yeah, I judged a high school battle of the bands. <laughs> Do you have any whack? Uh, whack? Um no, no, everything's been great. I feel like you only have wax when you're going to a lot of screenings. Yeah, and the screenings are bad. Yeah, you know, like if you get invited to like a promo, John. And it's oh, like I something. do have a whack. Oh, what is it? I saw the King Arthur movie. Oh Jesus! I saw. Oh Jesus! Yeah, I saw the fucking Guy Ritchie King Arthur Legend of the Sword starring Charlie Hunnam. That sounds bad. Holy Moses! It was fucking abysmal. It was like watching. There's one scene where Charlie Hunnam, King Arthur. Is going to do battle, yeah, with the main bad guy Jude Law. Sure, and I'm already out. By the way, you've already. Oh, he's wearing a fur coat with no sleeves. Oh, he's very, walking very classic medieval. into battle with Excalibur, the fucking sword. Sure, he's dragging it behind him. Yeah, if you're gonna go do battle yeah. with a sword that a lady in a lake gave you yeah. after you threw it away, after yeah. you pulled it out of a fucking stone, yeah, you gonna drag that shit on the floor? 
I mean, he's trying to show it's updated. You know, it's, it's like, like a sparking, very oh informal Dude, Americana like sort an, of thing. It's like ironic. There, it's like an American badass would do that. It is you know? so he's bad. Like Paul Rudd in Wet Hot American <laughs> Summer, <It's> like <laughs> King Arthur. Picture, picture like Kid Rock is 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 Dude, fucking King Arthur. That's what he would do. Every time Guy Ritchie since the Sherlock Holmes movie does a movie where he takes a time honored thing and then redoes it, I keep on thinking of the Royal Tannenbaums when um when. Uh, what's his name is reading from the book yeah. when uh, and he's like I'm saying everybody knows he died at Little Big Rock but my book presupposes what if he did it oh, like Custer. that's like everyone yeah, yeah everyone <laughs> knows Custer died at Little Bighorn but my theory is what if he didn't and like that's exactly what like this whole Guy Ritchie thing is like I know Sherlock Holmes is really smart but what if he was you know like that fucking shitty just uh, oh did he make that Sh- Sherlock Holmes movie is that yeah, Guy Ritchie that's him fuck Dude, and then so I we see this movie and it's the worst thing I've ever seen in my entire life. And afterwards, right, that, I was that talking. That can't to, possibly be. That's true. not. It's true, pretty though. true. You it's saw, pretty true. You saw Tree of Life, right? Oh, I, that's worse. Knight of Cups was worse than Tree of Life. <laughs> if we're getting I'm on so, that, I'm so deeply yeah. offended right Dude, now. Dude, you can't <laughs> like be. The There's no fucking soul. way you can defend that. There's Tree no of Life way. easily done. Okay, Tree of Life, I'll give you. But Knight of Technically, Cups. Technically, I never saw Knight of Cups. I just How's assume that I technical? would like it. Technically, I didn't see it. Because <laughs> I just assume I would like it. <laughs> Terrence Malick just makes the same movie over and over again. Dude, every time I, I literally go, saw so it. But technically, I did. <laughs> but yeah, dude, this, this Guy Ritchie movie is so bad. So then uh, Nathan Nathan Lerner at the end of the screening was like, so when was the last time you liked the Guy Ritchie movie? And I was like, oh, Lockstock was great. And he's like, that was 1998. He's married and divorced Madonna since then. <laughs> Ironclad, you know argument i can't know i'm saying yeah like okay lock stock and then then, snatch and then i don't even like snatch that much but you're not gonna not like it right and then the rest of it though it's like woo, sharp drop sharp drop i think i only appreciate snatch in comparison to every movie he made after (laughs) snatch yeah 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 yeah. Uh, so whack fucking king arthur fuck that movie don't watch it all right my turn yeah your turn so um i have to similarly say x-fest was great um, highlights for me were uh, Death Rides a Horse. That was yeah. great. Um, there was, was Lee Van Cleef ever young, do you think? If he, he was, he so wasn't filmed though. during that time. Every time I've seen him in a <laughs> movie, no he's just, he is Lee Van Cleef. Yeah. You know? old, he's like still old as shit in that movie. That was yeah. like 1972. Yeah. Yeah. So that that was great. I mean, the 3D Kung Fu movie was great. Um, there was also, later in the day you missed, there was a, uh, there was a uh, movie called Street Asylum. Whoa. Starring, um, fuck, how am I forgetting his name right now? I don't know. I have to edit this out. Thankfully, you know, we have our phones open to IMDb, so all of our resources you know, from are Vice available. Squ- at our, from Vice Squad. Uh, oh, yeah, from Vice Squad. I don't know. <laughs> Give me one second. <laughs> I have no idea. You know. The only movie that I missed was uh, Warriors of the Wasteland that I was like bummed on not seeing. Cause I was have you that, seen that before? Or I you... was told it's amazing. Was it amazing? Yeah, you've never seen it? No. Oh, see, I wasn't that into that because I'd seen it before, so I went to oh, food. Right. Oh, good for you. I think I. Ooh, no, I don't. I thought I owned. I, I, I thought I owned it on Blu-ray, but I don't. Right. Okay, give me a second here. Sorry, guys. <laughs> uh, oh, here we go. Okay, let me start again. So, one of the things that you missed that I really liked was a weird '80s pseudo sci-fi crime movie starring Wings Hauser. Oh, I fucking love Wings Hauser. Um, I mostly love him in uh, Vice Squad, but he's also great in Tales from the Hood. Um, yeah. Randomly, if you look at his IMDb, they also list like uh, 
I think the informant, which is like, yeah, he's such a small part in that, but whatever. Right. But he did a lot of awesome exploitation, weird horror, whatever, whatever. But uh, I had never even heard of Street Asylum before, and it's a film. My friend described it perfectly. It's Wingshauser in a film in which uh, a corrupt t- strike force of cops is given these uh, enhancing surgeries. So Wingshauser is given this like cybernetic upgrade that makes him act exactly like Wingshauser. Like, you know what I mean? Like, once he gets this thing and it makes him into this, like, rage cop, you're like, oh, look, it's Wix Hauser acting like how he is in every movie. It's so good. But it's, it's like, it's it's almost like a, it's, it's a, it, it was actually mostly fun. It's just one of those films that, like, so much crazy stuff happens that then they, when they get to the end and it's finally, like, the actual ending of the movie, you're like, that's it? That's how you're going to end this film? Like, this is such a crazy movie. And yeah. it's like, I think the main bad guy just gets, like, electrocuted. And you're like, oh, oh cool. Wow. Good work on that one. <laughs> Got him. Uh, anyway, so x is great. Uh, yeah. John Waters showed up. Unbelievable. That was amazing. Yeah. All you guys knew before I knew, too. I, they were like, there's going to be a guest. And I'm like, okay, well, who's in town? John Waters? It's going to be John Waters. Man, see, you're so smart. I'm so not smart. I was like, I don't understand. Milani's at John Waters right now. I have no idea what's going to happen tonight. <laughs> that's like, why i love you that's why i love total you. idiot sitting there um, like face I, open so i haven't had time to see a lot of other movies i did see raw which i love oh did you love it i really loved it what did you lot, think about lot. the finger eating scene it's great did it blow your mind no um, oh that didn't blow your mind it was gross but it didn't blow my mind the only critique- that it all starts with pubic hair trimming oh that was great too Ugh. uh the only thing that bummed me out about the finger eating scene is that the music from that scene feels like a direct ripoff from the it follows soundtrack Ah, uh, yeah it sounds exactly like the part in have it you follows. seen this movie raw yeah not yeah i almost went to see it <clears throat> excuse me this week uh but i ran out of time i i do want to see it it's although brutal my friend and i think former guest friend of the show michael burdan told me that um, oh, that's the lost episode. The lost. The oh, really? Second, the second yeah. lost episode. Yeah, we tried to interview. Because he told me, I talked to him like right after he did, he said he had a good time. Yeah, we it talked was, to him, but you guys were sound checking, and we couldn't finish the interview because oh. we're doing it in the Philomoka. Wow, I mean, shit, we could literally, welcome, everyone. It, it wasn't even a lost episode. It was literally, you could literally call that episode the episode that Sharky ruined. <laughs> <laughs> like what? on purpose. Sharky just, he, he's, you know, famous for ruining things. So. Right? Because he go. like, we were doing it, and then he just kept... Messing, and then as soon as we were like, I guess we just won't do it anymore. He's like, okay, I'm done. That's so good. And we were like, were you just doing that to mess with us? And he straight up said yes. And we're like, cool. Well, that's what you get for not inviting him on. And oh, he Bria. is coming He's on in, at some yeah, point. Yeah, we're doing uh, hooligan movies with him. Oh, perfect. Oh, my well, gosh. anyway, uh, Berdan told me that, and I mean, like, he's no stranger to like horrible gore and stuff but he yeah. was like it was actually pretty hard to watch it was um, rough i man. did not find it as disturbing as everybody else oh i yeah. needed a shower directly after it was gross but it wasn't really that gross to me i don't know why but why it just... is it like cool though like i feel like it's like a movie that cool people are repping because it's it's it, indian it's here's French. the reality it's french when when something yep. is artistic but also genre. Uh-huh. That's what people like. A- every day, there's a new French movie that's probably really well done yeah, compared yeah. to like most American films. Right. But this is a French movie that's also fucked up, mm-hmm. and so it's like, oh. And the place where it got the most heat, I feel like I could be wrong about this because I'm not a big film festival person. But I think it was Fantastic Fest. Yeah, Fantastic everyone Fest, lost it for it. Fantastic Fest has the most, I think, um, uh, the most sort of presence in like our community. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, yeah. if something kills at a different fast like if something like kills if something it, like, kills a telluride we're not really going to care as much 
as if it kills a Fantastic Fest. I mean, right. let's say we care, but like people we know who aren't big into movies like that right. will notice stuff that comes out of Fantastic Fest. I don't know why that is, but it's just it, that is what it is. Austin, man. But it's got one of those retro like synth soundtracks. Like it most follows. of the soundtrack is not that synthy. It's, it's a little weird synthy. dancey. It's very it's a little more club dancey. Yeah, but there's mm-hmm. a moment that is like when the scary guy comes to the doorway and it follows, and there's yeah. that. <laughs> that's like yeah. that's what that music sounded like when she's eating the finger. Right. That shit is so. Oh wait, weird. you haven't seen it. We just told you about the finger. Andy eating. doesn't care about spoiler movies. No, we know. talked about this. In yeah, the, I think spoiler culture is bullshit. Uh, my feeling <laughs> is people still. Wait, you're not gonna. You're, that's not. The viable bait for you to bite that shit is awesome no because i'm about to say my opinion and then we're done <laughs> my opinion is that um pause I, everyone the correct answer is about to be here it comes upon you my opinion is i get why people feel that way but i personally don't care that much about spoilers unless it's a key to a mystery like if we're talking about a movie in which the whole point of the movie is you don't know what's gonna happen like you know what i mean yeah like, yeah, yeah there are movies Those in which movies there's are a stupid though no, I like those movies. But well, they're, I mean, they're arguably though. like Reservoir Dogs. If you know going, if someone's like, hey, which one's the cop? You know what I mean? Like, but How many I, times have you watched Reservoir Dogs? It's still great. Yeah. It's still, no, it's still I, a cool I movie. No, I get that, but I understand but someone if who says, I don't want it. that ruined for me. I want to be surprised. That's that's what Have you never protecting. been surprised in a movie before? Um, No, I mean, I have, but I think, like, <laughs> I think that movies that can be actually ruined, like ruined... Capital saying, R ruined are by you revealing something about them are not good. I'm not and I'm, I it, would be more happy to not see it. Like if someone's like, oh, I can't tell you this thing about this movie because you won't want to watch it. I'll be like, well, then I definitely Oh, no, I actually it. agree with that. All I'm saying is like if the someone, woman at the concession stand wouldn't tell me her favorite part of Guardians of the Galaxy today. I asked her. I, I was because she didn't want to spoil it. Yeah. I was like, what's the best part? And she was like, oh, I can't tell you that. I'm like, why not? <laughs> see, OK, so that's what I'm saying. I don't agree with the idea that um, you could just ruin a whole movie by knowing one part of a movie. However, if someone says, for my enjoyment, I'd rather not know something if it's important to the plot, then I understand that. If someone's going to say, that what what bummer, bums me out about spoiler culture, quote unquote, is when you reveal any fact about a movie at all and people, people are lose like, their shit. oh, spoilers. <laughs> I'm like, yo, watch a fucking trailer. If it's in the trailer, <laughs> it's, fair it's game. not a spoiler. Well, right. also, I mean, not not to belabor this point or anything, but it's kind of weird that spoiler culture dictates that we have deference to the person that like hasn't gotten around to see this thing. Oh and, like, yeah, I maybe understand. will at some point, but hasn't. And you we, don't want to ruin it for that guy. I okay. did my work. I saw the thing. I should be able to talk. About okay, it. here's the thing. This is what I will say. Why I can I can kind of get the thing. The day the day after Force Awakens came out, right? Lewis drummer of jesus peace right tweeted han solo dies in the movie <laughs> he's murdered by his own son and he did that because he had no interest in seeing the movie and someone just told him like when that happened it was crazy and he's like oh is that what happens and then he just immediately tweeted out the day after the movie premiered respect. to me i don't know that guy but to respect. me i mean don't get me wrong do i think that joke is funny yes do i understand why people were mad at him also yes. Now if uh, if uh, uh, if those poor Star Wars fans, you know that's not what I mean. You that know that's not hilarious. what I mean. Oh my god! I think that joke is funny, but I understand why people would be annoyed by yeah, it. Those Star Wars fans have it so. Oh my god! Rough out you're being there. such a fucker right now. Hey, can I finish my weapon on track? Yeah, yeah. Sorry. So no, can you? Uh, I don't have a lot of other. 
Yo, you know what? I would normally let a dumb joke like that go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the for the listening audience, Andy just like pumped his fist like it's nineteen ninety six and we're on the fucking basketball court. And he's like, Oh, he just called you a sucker. Hey, go ahead, go ahead. Hey. Hey. Uh so I haven't seen a lot of other movies than the ones we just said because right. you know, baby time. But I realize we haven't done music in a while. Right. And in a row. Uh, the new Joey Badass came out. Mm-hmm. The new Kendrick came out, and then an underappreciated new Talib Kweli came out. And I like all three of those records. And mm-hmm. no one needs to hear more about Kendrick. Like everyone's talking about that Kendrick record, so I like it too. Okay, are you playing it right now? Yeah, a, little, a little musical bed for you. <laughs> oh my god, we're gonna get sued. Um, no, but uh, but I'm saying like uh, I think that no, but really stop. It's so distracting. Uh, I love the Kendrick record. I think the Joey Badass record isn't getting the respect. It should, but I will say the one that's not getting any of the respect it should is this Tyler Quali record because people forget about Quali, and I understand why. There's a couple of records in the catalog that are not as great, but this record is so good, I don't understand why people aren't going like, oh my God, can you believe at his age, at this... That's insulting. I'm sorry. He's never going to hear this. Is he still with high tech? Is, I, no, I this have, is like he's totally in another... I have not right paid now. attention since Trains of Thought. Yo. Get on the Spotify and listen to the new record. I think you'll like it. Okay. I'm not even kidding. I think it's really good. I'll check it out. Um, So I just want to say that. And then today, so I was already thinking about that coming down. And then today, the new Full of Hell came out. And I really like it. Mm -hmm. I like it a lot. Right. Um, What else came out today? Slow Dive. Oh, I didn't hear it yet. Is it good? Good. The was that today? That was today or last I think week? It came out today. Yeah, yeah. it's it been out, out on internet records for a couple weeks. But um. the new Incendiary came out today. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. And the new At the Driving came out today, and that is my whack. I did not like you it. You did not like it. Yeah. Ah, I don't. Okay. I'm, I'm picking it's that, new material. Let me be clear. I'm picking it as my whack because, as usual, I don't have much whack. Like right. you have to actually go to things to have a bad experience, <laughs> and I haven't been going to things. But of the things I've enjoyed lately, if I'm talking about music, mm-hmm. I got. I I don't. I'm not dumb enough to go into an at the drive-in new record and be like, this is going to be perfect, exactly like the old records. But so far, I don't like it. I'm willing to give it another chance. But as of right now, so it's not that it's terrible. It's that of the things I've experienced lately, it's the only thing that could be like, oh, that wasn't good. Yeah, not so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Andy, okay. your turn. Well, <clears throat> Josh kind of stole my thunder a little bit, <laughs> but my my on track was definitely going to be the show that we played together. Sure. It was um, a good time. Which was... Everything that I want out of a punk show, I think, in 2017. Yeah. And um, it's I was like very encouraged by how well it went. You know, it was probably like a few hundred people came out. Um, that we raised like a ton of money. Yeah. Um, for a bunch of really cool local organizations, and uh, that's great. All the bands were totally diverse and not like cookie cutter at all. Not at all. Um. I mean, just looking at the lineup, I was like, what a fun mix of styles yeah. and people, you know? Dude, yeah. Pinkwash is a band that every time I see them, they get better. Do you yeah. know this band at all? I don't know them, no. They're awesome. They're yeah. so cool. It's a slept, duo. Slept upon, in right, my opinion. Right, for sure. They're like a Don Giovanni band. Okay. They are so good. The songwriting in that band is so good for two people. Yeah, they're a amazing. duo. Um, Mathy kind of... A drummer and guitar player. Yeah. Wall of guitar. Amps. I will give it a chance. It doesn't yeah. sound like something I would like, but I will give it a chance it's because so I respect you two. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the Pinkwash are astounding, but so are, I mean, I really thought that all of the groups were great. And, I agree. Uh, I agree. A very uh, intentionally diverse group of people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's, it, it's especially cool because, you know, there's a prevailing thought that like you need to like, 
in order to like have a successful like big show or something, you have to sort of make concessions and that there be some bullshit involved in it or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Get Better Fest definitely did not stand no for any of that stuff. And yeah. it was still a huge success. And everyone who went, and this is the important thing, I think, too, like felt really excited by what was happening. And, you know, so next year, I'm sure it'll be like twice the size, yeah. if not bigger. Um, so I was really happy to play a part of that. Um, I will say I'm definitely not a person who gets jealous a lot. Yeah. Sure. The new bass player for Soul Glow has the most amazing hair. Oh, yeah, he does. Oh, yeah. oh my God. I've n- I never experienced hair envy, really. Mm-hmm. And I did that day. I really it, like Soul Glow. I'm a big fan. <laughs> Dude, yeah, so Soul good. Glow are, are kill. I I would also argue a little slept upon as well. Yeah, probably because they're so accessible. Like Pinkwash too and Soul Glow play all the time. Sure. And so you know, there's not the same kind of like. I think from what I hear, Soul Glow does pretty good on tour. Like I think it's like a hometown thing. Like they play around here a lot, so people don't take them as seriously. Mm. But I hear on tour, they they make a little bit of a bigger splash. Yeah, they're so good live. Dude, they are. They're really and continue to evolve. Yeah, too, yeah I think. I agree. You know, their their music. They're not a static kind of band. That's no, a thing, no, which so. is appealing yeah. to me for sure. And I think that you know, um, I don't know. I mean, it's always a, that that question of like whether a band, if you live in your hometown, you should play there a lot or make it like a thing. You know, I like I struggle with that too because you know, I, I a couple of different bands I play in do like do both of those things. Like one of them is like we want to play all the time, and then the other one is like. We want to play like never. Mm. So I feel like I don't want to, I would never tell like Solgo, oh, you should maybe just play like once every six months right, and it would be like right. a huge thing. Um, Cause it's, you know, if you want to have like an engagement with your scene, like you want to play all the time. Um, but mean, it does, it does sometimes lead to the notion of like, oh, yeah. I'll catch them later or whatever. I don't know all the dudes in that band. The only one who I've had multiple conversations with is, is Ruben. Mm-hmm. But Ruben's attitude towards anything you might call a scene is not, Yo, we got to be not playing shows so that people come out and we make a bigger impact. Yo, my man doesn't give a fuck. Like, he lives right. for shows. Yeah. So, the idea that he wouldn't play a show that he could play for hype reasons or for like publicity reasons, that's just not in his fucking DNA. Yeah. It's just not who he is as a person. So, I'd agree. I, I appreciate that they're playing shows and I think that yeah. people should appreciate them as a band. Yeah. I don't, I don't mean like, like, I don't want it to sound like I'm like, oh, your strategy. No, not at all. Your yeah. thing. Like, I just think, you know, there is. Um, like when I was first getting into shows, like Ink and Dagger would only play once a year, right? You know, and like when they played, you fucking went to the show. You know what I mean? Um, that's that's all I mean. But um, but yeah, so that was cool. And I but I almost didn't make the show because I spent last week in Greece, um, which I'd never been to before. And I'd like to add that to my on track. Totally. I went to the island of Idra, which is like um, an hour and a half by boat off of the coast of Athens, and it's like this like old island that i guess in the 60s was had sort of this like bohemian sort of thing going on there leonard cohen bought a house there in the 60s and like wrote his first record there and lived there with marianne and stuff played his first show on idra as well wow and uh what was the food like uh it was good i mean you know what'd you eat though yogurt dude (laughs) that greek yogurt so much yogurt (laughs) i I legit did have greek yogurt and it was good um i kind of love that actually yeah i boring i, I ate uh pr- i don't know it's bo- i ate boring stuff i had the like some of the best falafel i've ever had and there's a lot of you know like greek pizza also i mean obviously yeah. that's a, a style of pizza totally yeah. i had that that's actually what i ate 
at the restaurant where Leonard Cohen's first show was was, wow. was pizza. But um, it's cool that there, you're not allowed to drive a car there or have a motorcycle or anything. So the only way to get around is by walking or having like a donkey, and that's it. Um, no shit. So that was like really really cool. I'd highly recommend. If you're if you're in the area, if you're in the AG, Check it out. if you're yeah. in the AG and C, keep that in stop mind. by. Next time I'm just scrolling Float around, by. See my, just hanging out in Europe. See my friend <laughs> Maria at Four Corners Grocery. Uh, she's really cool. Hey, hey, do you have a whack? A whack? Yeah, the fucking house GOP. Fuck those dudes. Yeah, Yo, what the fuck, man? This shit. I mean, not that anything that's happened so far hasn't been particularly awful, because it all has its own amounts of awful to it, but. F- uh, beyond how obviously callous it is to not only deny millions of people health care and then fucking sell it. Like, they literally were like, bring beer into the chamber so we can start drinking now. Like, fuck you fucking monsters. But also just at a personal level, like, I can't even believe this is, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that we're here, that this is yeah. the, the threshold that we're standing and, at. And I don't know if y'all, I mean, I think we're pretty sheltered when it comes to not having to interact with mouth breathers, but mm. in case you still interact with any mouth breathers and they're like, whatever, who cares? How does this affect anyone? Like, yo, I have type 1 diabetes. This is like, I'm literally at the point where like, if I lose my job, which by the way, is an interim position, so I could very well lose it. And my wife loses her job, which is a little more iffy, but it could happen. I'm fucked. Like, I might not be able to get health care again. Yeah. What the? Oh. Dude, there's dude, so no, many things you'll get, you'll get credits, dude. It's fine. Oh, it's right. better. They'll put it's me so in a high-risk pool. And yeah. yeah. Be fine. There's you'll be so fine. so many, dude. Unbelievable. Also, like, I mean, straight up, like, why should I have to, like, pay for your... You no, know, that's for true. anything that helps you or anything <laughs> all taxes like that. That's, all taxes should go just for murdering people in other countries. Right. That's the only reason there it we is. should have them. That's, that's what why I'm money talking exists. about. A fucking wall and other important things <laughs> Yo, that yeah. keep me It is Cinco de Mayo right now. I better not see one wall builder enjoying a margarita today. <laughs> no, for there real. Aren't any not wall one. <laughs> not one. I don't want to see one healthcare repealer <laughs> getting down with a sombrero on because fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> All right, we should uh, move on. Okay. <laughs> you don't want to. Are talk you done, about... Andy? Is there any, is there any other whack things that you want to? No, it's just another day of this like unfathomable <laughs> hell that is living in America right now. It's just I I one hundred percent agree. <laughs> it's unreal how evil these pieces of shit are, and uh, and the and and how feeble the official, you know, the official opposition is. You know, oh, when, yeah, you, when, you, yes, totally. when you interact with what opposition exactly when you interact with most people I know in the world now, granted, again, we're in a little bit of a bubble, but I'm talking even over the internets. I think most people are generally on the same page about how we should be acting, which is in total fucking resistance. And you got these uh, folks in office who are supposed to be, you know, the other party who just don't seem like they give a fuck. Now, now of course, you have your your other examples like your Maxine Waters and stuff who are fucking raging out. But there are plenty of people. The worst are the people who are like, oh, you voted for this thing? Now, that's great because now you're, you're going to lose your election. Like, they were gloating. And I'm like, yeah. yo... Even if you're right, even if this means something You've like sunk that, the ship. Yeah, there are still a bunch of people that are going to suffer for your fucking electoral win. Like, eat a dick. Like, also, there's nothing to sell. Also, I mean, I, <laughs> I love the. Hey, listen, we can totally predict how election elections yeah, are going to no work out. Clue. Like, you know, Hillary Clinton has a 96 percent chance of winning. All these people that voted for the. <laughs> the house bill they're definitely getting primary you know how it, you know how it is oh my it's God. like yeah no nothing's no. gonna happen yeah like yeah. The, you know it's and crazy luckily though we have 
Nancy Pelosi and uh, Chuck Schumer. I feel really safe. Actually, I take all this back. We're fine. Everything will be fine. Everything will be fine. Everything's they got it covered. I'm going to put the, the DNC on my on track. Those, those people are all great. <laughs> all right. Uh, we could talk about this forever, but I want to uh, value our time. Yep. We're going to take gonna a little take break. A quick break. We're going to come back and talk about Guardians of the Galaxy. Part two. Volume two. Volume two. And if right. that gets boring, we'll come back to talk about politics. Okay. okay. Be right back. Chris Reject. Hey man, how's it going? I got you on the I got you on the air here with Cinepunks. Yeah, we had just just a quick question for you. Yes. Are you straight edge? I am not at all. Have you ever been straight edge? I didn't do any drugs for like a year. When was? What year was that? I didn't, I didn't live the edge because if you're not now, you never were. Yeah, well, I guess there was some confusion maybe because there's some X's in your web address. Well, Las Vegas Athletics Club oh. has LVAC.com. Oh. Now we know. Now we know. Any true punk knows that you put X's on stuff. It's true. And now Hmm. Yeah, that's true. So you feel you feel okay just co-opting <laughs> straight edge culture in order to? It's, it's, I think of it more of it as an homage <laughs> to, to to my my brothers in spirit, if not in practice. If you get an order for a straight edge shirt, and the person when placing the order is like kind of giving you like the straight edge like nod and handshake and stuff like that, do you t- do you tell them? Like, hey, just so you know, like, I'm actually not straight edge. Or do you let them think? Do you let them think no. that they're? You wouldn't do that. No, I, that that would be that would be dishonest. Is and it, I am it nothing else? 
Is it true in that case? Is it true in that case that you're literally mixing alcohol into the ink when you print the shirt? In Cinepunk's case, I usually piss in the ink. <laughs> it's not true, people. Please order our shirts. Please order our shirts. Uh, they just smell vinegary because. Yeah, I was gonna say I. They gave me a shirt and um, it smelled kind of weird. I think I might throw it out now. Okay. Well, hopefully we can edit this into the plug uh, that we recorded earlier. And uh, it's nice to speak with you, as always. Yeah, it's nice talking to you. Yeah. Pleasure. I hope you're enjoying some uh, uh, Tecate today on this Cinco de Mayo. It's a very important holiday for uh, white people. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm going to quote you on that. Adios, muchacho. See ya. That was fucking amazing. <laughs>
Okay, and we're back. We're back. So, did you see Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two last? Night? I did. I went with Justin Lore, awesome co-host of Fellow Cinepunk. Yep, and my wife. Nice. We went. We got a sitter. It was a big deal. Yeah. Some did you see it in three D? No, we saw it in standard. <laughs> On purpose? <clears throat> yeah, I actually am of the opinion it was shot in three D. I am of the opinion. That if I'm not going to see it in 3D IMAX, oh. it's not worth it to me and see it in 3D because a lot of the 3D projection is not that good. It's real mm. dark and it doesn't yeah. look great. But if I'm going to go, like if I could have gone to King of Prussia, mm. I would have done that that IMAX screen. I mean, that's one of the best IMAX screens in the fucking country. So like right. that would have been great. But I couldn't. I went to my local multiplex and it was like the timing worked better for standard anyway. So I was just, I'm just going to do standard. It'll be fine. Okay. And it was great. I liked it in standard. It was not, I don't it, think you I don't feel like you lost anything. No, I never do. Okay. I like I've, I'll see it in 3d. If, a, if I can, I'll see mm. it in not 3d. If that's easier, it doesn't, I, I don't think it current 3d adds that much to the experience. Okay. For me personally. What I about care. 4d? <laughs> that shit. Smell of vision. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, if someone can just electrify my ass every few minutes, that'd be great. <laughs> Ooh. That sounds like right? not that, a movie that's, thing. No, but yeah. that's a thing. That, there was that there was a movie there where they did that. They wired yeah, all the, the seats. Tingler. Yeah, the Tingler. Yeah, 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 where they had like fucking worm feelings in your buttock. So y'all just saw it today. We saw it moments before we saw you. Yes, in 3D, not IMAX though. No, it was where just at? regular old The Marlton 8. Oh well, standby. the Martin Eight is pretty good. They, yeah, I think they're good. They're reliable there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So all the theaters in the Lehigh Valley are bullshit. So <laughs> every single one, stunning every endorsement, stunning endorsement. One. That sucks. <laughs> I'm sorry. None of them. I mean, I've had a bad experience at every one. Oh wow! At least one. What's bad it like? Like bad? How? I'm curious. Uh, so Not I went to the movies in Arkansas a couple months ago. Sure. And it was it was like terrifying. I hated it. I went to uh, um, terrifying. Did you watch a horror movie or something? No, it was uh, that like Harry Potter thing. It uh, was I, I had to we beasts. we took like like a knee it was like a niece situation you know sure but sure it sure, was sure, just sure. like like a, a Walmart condensed but like in a movie theater. Oh, um, yeah, it was in Arkansas. It was in Arkansas. Yeah. Have you guys been to Arkansas? It's no, like, yeah. look at me. Fuck no. It's um in the east in Easton. Mm-hmm. I've had the experience of people talking in, during a movie, people fighting during a movie, the screen being not in focus, not shutting the door, uh, so there's bleed over from one movie to yeah. another sound-wise, um, just all kinds of bad stuff. Uh, in Allentown, I had the experience of going to see Logan, and there was just no visual. You could hear it, but there was uh. nothing on the screen. And then they like they were told a good 20 minutes before the movie was supposed to start, 15 minutes in, they still haven't fixed it. I come out to be like, yo, I need to get my money back. They're like, oh, no, we're working on it. I'm like, no, 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 no. Yeah, 20 we're minutes in. We're into the movie. <laughs> You've lost the opportunity to, quote, unquote, work on it. Then they gave me my money back. No free tickets. Fuck. In comparison, one time at the Lowe's in Cherry Hill, I complained about a spot on the screen. And it turns out that was like some asshole threw cheese on the screen. So it's like not even their fault. It's just and free noticeable. tickets and money. They back. gave me like free tickets and my money back, and Dope. I was like, "Oh, yo, sick!" Cherry mm-hmm. so, Hill, baby. way to go, cheese thrower. No, <laughs> there was this problem at the Ritz Five for a little while where the movies were too loud. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> Do you remember this? Yeah, <laughs> where like every movie was like at like White House punishing noise yeah. level volume. That's great. People were like freaking out. Do you do you ever notice how the Ritz at the Bourse the air conditioning breaks every summer? Yeah, yeah. and it's like fucking a hundred degrees in there. It's terrible. It's yeah, literally it like is, a hot box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's sick. 
Okay. Um, okay. Hot take. What did you think of Guardians of the Galaxy two? Why are we starting with me? I, I said, who's you. the host? We're both hosts. No. Co-hosts. Who's the number one? Let's be real. Liam's Let's, number one. If yeah. we're being honest with each other, I, I want to. Yeah. That's true. I, I know that's true. it's true for a fact. It kind of First feels of like all, Liam's the, the guy. correct <laughs> thing. The correct thing is for Andy to answer as the guest. Well, what I do said, I think? Yeah, hi. I take. think you, I think you're the guy. <laughs> no, that's my I mean take. for you to answer what you thought <laughs> of the my, movie, ladies and gentlemen. My fuego <laughs> take for Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> fuego is, is number one. Is that Josh is Josh is the funny one, but you're the one that. You know, kind of. You're it's, like the the lead broadcaster. I think the thing is, it's not a secret. <sighs> yeah, I it's know. totally what it is. I, I hate that so much. <laughs> Everything about that makes me unhappy. <laughs> so, what do you think, Andy? Hot take. What do you think? Well, I was telling you on the way over here that I I feel like a a movie like Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, right? You know, like it's a mixtape, <laughs> right? You right. get it, right? Is uh, <laughs> is if it's done well, it's almost beyond critique. Do you know what I mean? Sure. Like it, I was entertained the whole time. It looked cool. It was exciting, I guess, or something. But I'm not gonna like as a non as a as a Guardians neophyte. I'm not gonna really like have nerd like comments Moments. about sure. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm not really gonna like. It's not gonna well, stay did, with me. You saw the first one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I actually really like. I'm not a. When I was growing up, I was a DC comic guy, right? But sure. not but not a Marvel comic guy at all. Like fair. I picked my side. And that was that. You like Capulets and Montague. I was fucking DC, (laughs) you know? And, um, but the irony is now the DC movies suck. Yeah. They're all bad. bad. Right? Yeah. The Marvel ones are all good. So anytime, maybe not all, I understand like some of them are better than others, whatever. But like for the most part, they're pretty entertaining. Compared to DC, they're all good. Yeah. They're all massive. So I like, I like going to them because they're, you know, they function like as functional cinema, like they're, they're good. You can Mm -hmm. sit down for two hours eat the world's best food and <laughs> and 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 be entertained it's almost like a maroon five song or something where you know it's perfect it's maybe not like something that it's not something you're going to frame or get tattooed right you're on not you, going to get some but weird every note is exactly where it should be you know what i mean <laughs> predicated like, by there's not a um, note misplaced max yeah. martin ch- charted that shit out <laughs> in, in advance as predicated by uh various charts and lists yeah, curated by Billboard magazine. And I stuff, will say though, notes. I did I did have one problem with it though. Do it. Um, which is like, I mean, could they're just like I'm just need more Stan Lee, you know? Like, can he just like <laughs> I'm just really waiting for like I was like, and they almost got me too. Like it was like an hour and a half in, and I was like, oh, the whole time <laughs> I'm just like, where it's like the third man. Like I'm just like, where's Harry Lime? You know, like and, where is he? <laughs> yeah, and so it's just like, oh, where's Stan Lee? Where's he going to be? Where's he? Gonna? And finally, he turns up, but he's only on for like a second, man. Yeah, but like, then he comes back. I know That's that was cool, good. but it wasn't enough. Like I, there needs to you be. You need him to have a standalone movie. You yeah. Need Dude, I'm just like movie. yeah I think that is like that's gonna be once we reach like Marvel film singularity it's just gonna be nothing but Stan Lee for like it's gonna be like the entertainment in Infinite Chest you're gonna that's, just like you're gonna just watch it <laughs> <laughs> and die because it'll be so good yeah I, I support a Stan Lee standalone movie. I um but no I, I liked it. it was it was cool you know like obviously they know it's good you mm-hmm. know it's I think like what do you guys think about the the lead character as a leading man though well, I'm still mad at Passengers. Passengers yeah, is a piece of shit. Yeah, I didn't shit. see that. It looked bad. It was really bad. Yeah. It's really, really bad. And But do you think he works in these movies, though? Yeah, I guess. He's functional. He's a, you know, white dude. Wow. I, I like him in this role. 
I like him as Star Lord. I, he has the perfect mix of snark, and as we've seen in this movie, the perfect mix of kind of an emotional core to what he's sure. doing. Oh yeah, you know like what I mean? when he was like, "You killed my mom." <laughs> I don't play that, son. I mean, I, I yeah, that was pretty sick too because <laughs> you. It was so clear that ego was just like, "Yeah, this is just another fact," and whatever. Yeah, and that response was so intense. I kind of like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Here's that the thing about me. this is my hot take on the movie is this: Do it. I did not enjoy it as much as I enjoyed the first one. Really? Yes, because of uh, number one, they really pushed the whole family love thing, like the whole Gamera and um, and Nebula thing, and the father son thing with Star Lord and all that stuff. It just felt a little ham fisted. Um, I feel as though the first Guardians of the Galaxy is so likable. And it's so like, I mean, it's not vapid, but it's not the most intelligent thing, right? And it's just likable because of the weird idiosyncrasies that it had. Like these are irreverent characters, they're funny jokes, there's middle fingers, you know. In this movie, it didn't feel as natural. It felt like they were going really hard to try and make you like these characters. And it felt like, it felt in a way that like, I don't know, the whole draw of the first one was the fact that it felt so real. It felt common, you know? It felt like these interpersonal relationships felt real, or inter-character relationships. But uh, in this movie, it just felt a little bit forced. It felt like, I don't know, I didn't connect to the emotional parts of it as uh, I feel as though I, sh- I would have. It was also very, like, it was so, like, winky. Do you know yeah, what I mean? A lot of- it was like, hey, <laughs> yeah. we're doing the Groot thing again. Yeah. You know? You yeah, guys yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. right? You get that played really well the first time. That's what and I'm then, saying, man. It felt if that it, like somehow insincere. Right. Yeah. I Would mean, you agree to that, or, or is that a is that a off base? No, I mean, I like I personally hate when the one of my big gripes with a lot of the like you know we were talking earlier about how I don't go see a lot of movies like this because I I just know what they're going to be like mm-hmm. and I know that it's not going to really do it for me. Right. And I think a lot of times what happens. Um, is they you know the the people that write them like kind of just shoehorn in these like weird emotional subplots that are completely useless and just eat mm. up like screen th- like I didn't give a shit about the fucking sister thing like who cares <laughs> that like every time that was happening I was like what who cares like right can right. we blow up some more stuff like you know what I mean I, it was just it wasn't it's the same thing where like they always like in action movies they always give someone like a daughter they have to save or like the people fall in love or whatever right. but. It, although it does seem like now they're experimenting more and more with like things like John Wick, where there's like no, there's <laughs> yeah. no no like, premise, characterization just, at yeah. all. It's just pure action the I whole mean, time. But that is his characterization. Is dun, it dun, dun, dun. Mm. Uh, so good. But yeah, I'm I don't gonna, know. I'm gonna go ahead and say I don't know that I agree with you. Okay, I need to watch the first one again. You but I think- love parent stories, though. You love like oh, 100. You um, love like daddy stories. Uh, not always, but sometimes I really do. Uh, here's okay. So here's my feeling on it. There were aspects of the first one that are a little bit annoying that they still mm-hmm. did in this one, but it worked a little bit better for me. So, like, what what's an example of that? They overplay the needle drop in the first one to the point where the second time I watched the movie, I kind of wanted to make like a jerk off motion. Like, okay, I get it. I get <laughs> it. The music is part of the theme of the movie, right. but you do it one too many. There's like one to two too many times where they're like, and another song from, from the 70s. And it's like, yeah. oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, in this movie, they still do it, but um, it's a little bit less. 
And they came up with a couple reasons why it would be happening as opposed to just, we're just playing this song now because everyone likes music. So okay. whatever. So you like the whole the section of Brandy or Fine Girl and all that stuff. And- uh, yeah, I thought that was fine. I think it worked for, mm-hmm. and it, what I liked about it is Ego is such a stupid comic book character. Yeah. James Gunn, for me, single-handedly took one of the dumbest moments in Marvel history. It's a living planet. It's yeah. alive. <laughs> and made it work. Like I was like, Oh, if they had done that in the comic book, this wouldn't have been one of the dumbest characters. Because in the comic, it's just a planet with a face on it. Yeah. It's yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, ridiculous. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I right. mean, part of the reason you read cosmic comics, as you call them, the space comics, right. they're all dumb. I mean, Silver Surfer, come on. Like, they all have yeah, a goofiness to them. But that's partly why I like this movie is like, if Silver Surfer wasn't a dead property that belonged to the dead Fantastic yeah. Four franchise, you could see this tone of movie. For a Silver Surfer movie, and it'd right. be fucking fun. It would be Silver fun to, Surfer yeah. flying around space with psychedelic music playing and goofy yeah. things or whatever. That'd be amazing. Did you did you feel as though there was some like like psychedelic is a perfect word? Like when you're seeing Eco's um, little space yes. egg flying around, did yes. it feel at all? To, to me, it felt very Jodorowsky. It felt very like okay, we're tipping our hat to to a thing. That's, well, and also to um, to two thousand one um, and Interstellar. Well, no, like, I mean to. Um, Fuck comic book artist Kirby to Jack oh, Kirby. Yeah, 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 which yeah. they're doing even more. If you guys saw before yours, the Thor trailer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That some of the art on the walls in the palace is literal Kirby art. They just took it and blew it up big and put it on the set. Yeah, that's awesome. That's amazing. And I think they're really starting, you know, I think because he wrote more of these cosmic weird things, mm-hmm. Kirby doesn't get as much respect now. Because I think mm-hmm. a lot of movies are drawing from the 80s and 90s. And they're not mm-hmm. drawing from that older stuff, which is fine because I, I read comics in the 80s and 90s. So I, those are the so, stories I know. Yeah. But Kirby's aesthetic is important to me. Like I like right. those pictures, even if I don't always read those comic books. Mm-hmm. And so I like that that's coming through in Guardians. I like that that's coming through in the new Thor. Yeah. Um, I... I agree the sister thing was tough. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, I think it was also purposeful because they want to... Nebula is, uh, from my memory, Nebula is not as much of a bad guy in the comic books. No, she's one of the main players at Thanos' side for the whole Infinity Gauntlet thing. Yeah, but later on, she is redeemed as a character. Uh, and I think that's what yeah. they're going for. They're okay. trying to make her not as bad. So I kind of got that. But okay. I do think it was, a, I agree, it was a little ham fisted. What did ego, you th- what The did you ego guys... thing with like Kurt Russell and Chris Pratt, I, I was great. I was into the whole thing. I You're... didn't have a problem with it. And the connection between. Uh, Yandu and Rocket. Yeah, I'm also into. Yeah, I was and into I like that, that Rocket. I mean, I think some... I was surprised that they killed Yandu. Were you? Were I you, were you. I uh, wasn't no. because somebody had to, <laughs> it, in these movies. Somebody has to die. Okay, it's a second movie. Right. Somebody's got to go. Yandu is the easy choice. I was a little bummed only because you know when they when they introduced Yandu in the first movie, he's not the Yandu from the comic book. He's right. a whole reinterpretation. So then in this movie, the, he slowly starts to become the Yandu from the comic book, which right. I think is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And that, I'm not. Uh, let's be clear. I don't read Guardians of the Galaxy. I know of the characters because I'm a nerd like that. Mm. But I'm not saying that because I'm such a big fan. Like I, when I was a kid, I thought those were the dumbest fucking comic books. <laughs> he's got a giant fin and he shoots a bow and arrow in space. Yeah. Like, yeah how yeah. is that cool? There's nothing cool about that. To <laughs> 14 year old me but i still thought it was neat that like for those people who are fans of that comic book that they're like making him that character but i should have known oh that's why they're gonna kill him like uh, when they killed him i was su- a little surprised i mean they lead you to it mm-hmm. but when they when it was clear that's what they're gonna do i was like oh 
you gave him the fin, he's a hero, and now you're going <laughs> to yeah. kill him? And then I thought, yeah, well, they're not going to kill any main people, so yeah. they got to kill him. He's the only option well, they got. What did you guys think about the playing up of the Drax comedy stuff? I thought that was pretty, that was one of my favorite things about the movie. I thought Drax really worked. I think, is that guy's name is Batista? He's mm-hmm. a wrestler. He's, he's also half Filipino. That's his role. He, he now owns that role <laughs> so out. hard. Yeah. yeah and yeah, he yeah. does it. And it's like, it's great because you're seeing more of that character, but mm-hmm. they don't try to like, they're not giving him depth. They're just expanding his role as this ridiculous thing. And it, I thought it worked pretty well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I think it, it, I actually am happy. One of the things that I like about going to see all these Marvel movies as a person that knows like actually nothing about any of the stuff with it is that I don't have that. I don't have to render it as I'm watching it. Do you right. know what I mean? You don't Where, have to recall or go back to comic books that you read. Well, there's like this constant assessment, right? Mm-hmm. For fans. Oh, yeah. There's How this constant assessment up. of like, like, oh, yeah, this is fair. different. Oh, this conflicts with like whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can just like experience Enjoy it, it yeah. for what it is, you know, in a very sort of like, you know, just it's it's easy to be present when, when you're watching it that way. Um, I also think it's kind of cool how because it's a rare case of where like a cinematic adaptation of something allows it to function differently than like on the page, which is cool. It's not yeah, like totally. a straight up thing where, yeah. where, you know, um, like silver surfer movie, like yeah. would maybe not be cool, but when you see this, you would, movie, have, to it would, cha- be you would cool, have to change. You know it. what I mean? Whereas like certain comics, like it, like, I don't know. Is it possible to make a cool Superman movie? I don't think so. Like Christopher Reeve, obviously that was like a different yeah. time, but like they've tried over and over nowadays to make it and it you know but that was like Failed twice when i was a kid that was like scales. the coolest thing you know it's like a really functional comic i don't know i just think it's cool i will say also like do you feel like the people designing the outer space psychedelia in this were the same people doing it for dr strange because it looked like really similar to me i think they're trying to establish like a this theme. is a, a yeah, like yeah, this yeah, is yeah. what it looks like yeah, yeah out yeah, there yeah, yeah. that's yeah. what it feels like to me that they're trying to and i hope the problem for me is that they're not going to be able to keep that up for like the TV property, you know, like the next TV, big TV property that just got announced is the ABC Inhumans, Inhumans show. Yeah. What's that? There's, so Inhumans are like the, uh, they live on the moon. They have powers. They're mm. sort of like, um, now I think in the cinematic universe, they've made them Cree, but I thought in the comic book it was Celestials. It doesn't matter. Point is they have powers and they've already been in the movies. Yeah. And they've already been in the TV shows. So now they're getting their own show, which is fine, but it's in, if it's like it is in the comic book, it's in space, they're not going to have the budget to pull off the kind of space shit that they do in these other movies. Right. Like, my worry is that it, it can't possibly be as good on a shitty ABC budget. You know, they ju- it just can't. Yeah, but there's been plenty of good like space TV shows over the years. You know. Oh, like, yeah. I just don't trust ABC. To- if this was a Netflix show, I yeah. would be a little bit more into 100% not. Yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, that's true. I mean the platform on which it's adapted probably matter. like it's easy to make like luke cage because it's like a gritty like inner city thing and there's the people aren't like flying around in like alternate universes sure. and stuff but yeah that's a good point i don't know i mean uh, here's the thing and i do want to get I, I let's say a little bit more about guardians but i have a question related to that but there is a question around how overextended marvel's getting but i don't want to give up on guardians of the galaxy yet yeah no i'm still in i'm still in even though i have misgivings on this movie and even though it didn't affect me the way the first one did i'm still in on the property i mean do you think the baby group bit was overdone it was a lot it was a lot but i mean how else are you gonna do that it didn't bother me i'm actually i was kind of like wow they're really doing this group thing a lot but i still think it worked and when he at the end of the movie cuddles up on Drax 
that's basically what it's like when you hold my baby. So, so instead you of being crying like, automatically, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> I was watching it with my wife too. That moment happened. She just looked at me like, oh. and I was like, we're so fucking ridiculous. I'm, so sh- I'm shaking my head right now. <laughs> I know. Listening right now. It's like, I don't know don't, you anymore. Don't hate children. Two years ago, you would have been like, that's stupid. I know. What you're the like, fuck is this Yo, shit about? Seriously, it totally changes you. <laughs> <laughs> but it does though. That's the worst. The worst part. Of, the worst part about having kids is that all those corny things that people who have kids tell you are uh, mostly true the whole i would take a bullet for this child <laughs> like that whole thing uh, i mean that's a little that's a little bit i mean obviously you would but that's not the point i mean like where they're like yeah they're like super, i mean babies are super cute because if they weren't you wouldn't put up with all that crying and pooping like you just true. wouldn't true and so you see this baby in it you just want to love it it's just the reality you just can't help yourself it's um, definitely the cuteness and not like the like hormones that are released in your body that oh, I'm sure they're related. <laughs> it's the same thing. It doesn't matter. The point is it's amazing. I remember when I went to see Knocked Up, which is like breeder pornography. Um, uh, <laughs> breeder porn? And a shitty movie. Um, I, I remember like any time they showed a baby, the entire theater in unison was like, Aww. And I was like, get me off this planet. <laughs> My man hates babies. I don't hate babies, but he hates them. I, think I mean, he hates I think parents. <laughs> I I I'll tell you what I hate. I hate a different set of criteria for judgment on like a you had to be there kind of thing. <laughs> oh my god! Yo, my baby's super cute. She is. I'm just putting respect respect your baby. She is. I, I will not there. hold her until she's three years old. I know you said that. Yeah, it's, it's true. But it is. It is. It's like, <laughs> hey man, I know that part seemed corny to you, but like, well, once you have kids, once you have kids, kids yo, you're gonna cry. Meeting. Come on, come on, come on. That's not literally what I said. Oh what I God, said, no. what I said was that it was corny, <laughs> but it looked whoever did that animation has had a baby and made it look like how an actual <laughs> baby does shit and it's fucking cute fuck you guys dude don't apologize had... i'm not mad no i you know, they, put, it. they put note. that cat stevens song on <laughs> no and the dude. waterworks just oh, let's started. be clear let's be clear i did not enjoy that part actually yo okay okay i thought okay. that was like some like self-satire at least i hope it was i hope it was yeah, too please uh, man yo here's a here's a, here's the deal i will say about this because i i missed it in whacking on track recently one of the on track things i did was i went and saw a double feature of the fits, the fits which and, is great uh, yeah. and lemonade and here's the thing i've listened to lemonade since i saw the movie but i hadn't watched the movie since it was on hbo for like one oh, night yeah. watching it again a that shit is brilliant and i even though the the album was not in my top 10 for the year that lemonade should have been in my top 10 movies of the year it's wow. so good yeah it's so good. i saw that on a lot of like year end lists yeah people were putting it and in. i didn't i if i could have rewatched it mm-hmm. it probably would have been on mine but i couldn't once it left hbo i don't have a fucking title and there's like you can't see it right so that's why i was stoked to go to the screening but i will say this on the album the song i thought is the one i don't like is the country one about her dad and 100 percent watching it as a dad i was like <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I can't help it, man. You are a caricature of yourself, dude. Because here's the thing: it sounds corny, but the reason it but, got the reason it got it to sounds me sounds corny. End stop. Right? No, no, Hard no, no, stop no, no, right no. There. The reason it got to me is not like oh, because it's about that. It's because I, you know, the song is partly in the context of Lemonade about how her father raised her to be strong, and I thought 
oh my god, I could never raise a daughter even half as strong as fucking Beyonce. And so then I got really emotional about that thought. <laughs> oh, it was like, <laughs> okay, yeah, you're like, fuck. Like, I was like watching suck. it like, her jumping abilities are way off the charts. Her arm wrestling skills are so good. How are we going to do this? Poor Maeve. <laughs> I meant strongest character. I mean, if the, yeah, that's a pretty, Beyonce is a pretty, High that's probably standard, like the really. top bar to set for your, <laughs> for, your, for your daughter. Yeah, it's a little you know. hard. Yeah. Okay, so Guardians, I mean, yeah, I, I will agree. It's a little bit cornier than the last one, mm-hmm. but I will also suggest the last one was still pretty corny. I, yeah, I no, felt it like, was. For I sure. honestly felt like the corniness of the last one actually sort of, uh, uh, immunized me a little bit to the corniness of this one because I was expecting it. I went and yeah. be like, it's you knew going it was going to be, be kind of schlocky. Yeah, like, but what I like about the series is that it'll go from cheesy to murder. So like, yeah, raccoon, like yeah, rocket raccoon where... tries to murder people, and we all just go, <laughs> rocket. That's funny. He's a funny. He's a funny raccoon or murderous scene, raccoon. It's pretty good. The scene when um, Star Lord and Gomer are trying to decide to go with um, Eco. And uh, she's like, "Oh, don't worry. If it's not, if it doesn't work out, we'll just kill him." Like, it's so good. Yeah. Like, I actually <laughs> think that aspect, and that's so James Gunn. Like, it's it reminds me of his other movies, Super or Slither, or anything. Right, right, right. That he has a ridiculous side and he has a serious side, mm-hmm. and he smushes them together. Also, as a nerd, I love that Slither is now officially in the MCU. I think that's great, and is it makes it? me, yeah, the creatures from Slither are in both Guardians of the Galaxy movies. No, oh yeah. Wait, which ones, are, which ones are the 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 the, the wormy guys? Uh huh. No shit. Yeah, they're in both movies. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's it's pretty cool. nerdy. That's pretty I, nerdy. It's so nerdy, yeah. but I love it. As long okay. as we're asking nerd questions, can someone explain to me what was happening on Earth when the shit was going down? What was that big blob? It was. I'm the... assuming that was going to make the planet into an extension of ego. Yeah. Each of those little he, things were like some sort of seed. It's like yeah, some part of him. That, and now with with uh, Star Lord's power, celestial power, yeah. he can like cause all these seeds to grow, and he'll take over all these fucking planets. And his power is gone now, right? Like he can't. Yeah, because the light. Yeah, now Star Lord's just a dude. Now he's just a guy with a gun. And the <laughs> I truth. Mean, I mean, I'm into that. I'm into it. He's I just like, like a kind of handsome guy. He's got you a know? trench coat oh, I mean, on. You know, he's got guys. You know, he's got a six pack now, but you know, like if you, you know. <laughs> oh, well, let's be clear though. Were you guys Parks and Rec fans? Did you watch Parks and Rec? I did I watch did that. Not. Yeah. It's that's, so weird to think of the guy from Parks and Rec as this fucking. Well, that's why I was asking you if you badass. buy him. Like, I feel like he. I feel like. I like him, sure. Yeah, yeah. But he's like an A list leading man franchise movie star now. And I'm kind of like, it feels like Hollywood just sort of dartboarded him, and it just yeah. the, the dart just landed on him. And they're like, all right, so it seems you're fine. Arbitrary because no, he's I not mean, a, he's not a Scientologist. Okay. I'm wondering like how he got. No, I mean, 100. percent It's James. It's again. It's it was James Gunn's call. He wanted someone who was goofy and funny. Yeah. And then, from what I understand, the studio was like, okay, cool. He just has to be in better shape. But they liked his personality, mm-hmm. right? But I don't wow. think he was like, oh, I've been to a super movie. I'm going to get in shape. I think they were like. <laughs> well, of course. Like, yeah, yo, push yeah. them, push I'll up, tell son. <laughs> I would. I mean, imagine like they're like, oh, you're going to you're gonna be a leading man. I'd hit the gym right away. Yeah. You I know? also, other things I like about James Gunn. He's got kind of a weird body, though. Does he? Little, didn't so you think? It was kind of like, he's got an unusual, he doesn't look like Channing Tatum or something. No. You know? It doesn't no. bother. But I who does? Know. Is yeah. the question. <laughs> um, that's who. The other things I like about this movie is they're they're the Ravagers. 
There's the Ravagers look cool. Yeah, there are all kinds of cameos in there. There's like comedians in there. Yeah, Steve Edges in there. Rob Zombie's in there. I like didn't even see ways. Rob Zombie in there, but I saw a guy who I thought that guy, it's weird. That guy looks like Rob Zombie. And then when I watched the credits, I'm like, oh, it's Rob Zombie. <laughs> and then Lore informed me that like Rob Zombie and James Gunn are friends, and he's actually oh. in all of James Gunn's movies. He just has a cameo in every movie. No oh, shit. really? I had no idea. That's yeah. crazy. That's funny. Yeah. So, anyways, huh. it was a lot of fun. Now, I think a good way to end this conversation is with this question that this movie made me think, which is, when do we hit the wall? I mean, right now with Marvel, we have the cinematic universe. Okay. Then we have properties on five different networks. Right. They have shows on ABC, on Netflix, on Hulu, and now mm. on Freeform. Yeah. At what point are we marveled the fuck out? Like, it's know. just too much Marvel. Well, I mean, do you think that that's like a... like? That's inevitable. Do you think we're just going to get to a point where we're like, you know what, Marvel? Fuck it. We're going to see that Marvel on there and just be like, mm-mm. Well, simple capitalism would say that every bubble has to burst. So the Marvel sure. bubble has to burst at some point. Right. So okay. He, the premise, I think, is correct. The question is when. I don't... It, I think what they're banking on is that they're ramping up so hard toward this Infinity John. That the Infinity John's going to be like the Well, they're going to reset everything. I mean, the thing uh, is, they have yeah. to... What's, it, what's Infinity? So the, they've already announced that right that the next two avengers movies are going to be these big events that combine characters from the entire mcu so everybody on every show and everything is going to end up in these these movies how long is it going to be it's two movies there's yeah there's well see so for every marvel movie that's come out in this universe they've talked about the infinity stem and infinity gems you remember this Mm -hmm. So these all things go into this thing called the Infinity Gauntlet that then Thanos, the god of death, gets, and then okay. he uses it to kill everybody. So that's what happened in the books. Everybody dies, you know, like kills Spider Man, all this stuff. Oh, yeah, man. I don't know if they're going to go like that, but but here's the thing: it's going to be a big enough event that it'll allow them to reset. Right. And they, I think they think they have to reset because a lot of these actors are getting old. So they basically have to. How do we keep these well, they characters? They can CGI young them like Kurt yeah, Russell. like they did. Kurt I think Russell. they're playing weird to you. That was so that was weird so to me. Yeah. I think their plan though is to reset, keep the characters, get rid of the actors. I think that's what's going to happen after these Avengers. Well, they've already films. done that with Spider Man and stuff, right? Right. I mean, but I think know. they're trying well, to do it for their main. Pro- they're not. They haven't tried to do it yet for their main properties, and I think they're going to do that. It's going to be tough to replace some of them, though. I mean, like Iron Man. Like I love Iron Man, but if you put someone else in there, I don't know if it would be as. As good as, as uh, good. but they have Robert to. Downey Robert Downey Jr. Jr. wants so much money now that well, they he like. Ear- he earns it though. I mean, I'm not saying he's not, but they're I just mean, doing the face. cost. They're just doing the cost benefit analysis on that one. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm just okay. So this is interesting. This is actually a pretty good scenario to discuss this, right? Because you guys know a lot about this, and I don't. So sure. these movies, like as a total like casual viewer of like let's say half of the movies, sure, 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 make, sure, right? Sure. Like. It's very clear to me as a viewer when they're doing the thing where they're like, now this guy's going to show up for like 30 yeah, seconds yeah. or whatever. And But if you don't know anything about it, you're like, what the fuck is this? Like, what's going on? And then they end up like if you spend too much time. That's why I'm kind of making fun of the Stan Lee thing where it's just like you do like it's called service, right? Like right, we're, right, we're right. doing fan service. But so it's like no- if you make a movie that's 100% fan service or whatever, it's going to suck for everyone right. else, you know? And I like so I would rather them do things that were like like I thought I didn't know who Jessica Jones was, but I liked that show exactly because it's it's they go really deep on like this yep. thing as opposed to making like a two hour movie where like everyone's in it for like five minutes or something. That sounds bad to me. I mean, here's the thing. I am actually of a mixed mind because on one hand, as a as a fan of film, that's a bad movie. Right. As right. a fan of comic books, 
every comic series had that one thing when there was a bunch of characters and they're on a big fight mm-hmm. and it's like the spread. And like I get the appeal of wanting to do that in at least one movie. Right. I just think it's not going to work. I, I, I'm convinced it probably won't work. Mm-hmm. But I guess my thought is I think they think they're going to solve their saturation problem by restarting the whole fucking universe in After like the five, Wars. six years. Yeah. Five, six years, they're just going to restart everything and whatever, whatever. And I'm wondering if that's true or if long before we get there, people are just going to go, I'm tired of these movies. I just want something else. Well, people keep going. Right. That's my wonder. Are so, people going to go forever or not? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. It's. I think like, we're like the th- <laughs> in the theater we were uh, watching the movie and every movie was either like a Disney owned or Marvel. For like, every trailers, trailer yeah. was one. So it's like you know th- you have these multiplexes like the Marlton Eight historic South Jersey theater we went to the, <laughs> the film at um, where they have eight theaters and you know four of them are playing the same movie all day yep. and that's it. I mean. You know that's prob that probably is economically viable. It doesn't mean that the movies are going to be any good, but you know I think like it's funny because comics do this anyway, right? I mean they constantly are having new people draw them and new people yeah. write them, yeah, and different versions of the same comic book. Like sure. how many different kinds of Spider-Man comics are there? Right. Um, you know, there's like f- at at one point there could be five concurrent books all doing different yeah. things done by different people. So like I don't think that's that big of a problem. I think the the thing for me as a viewer would be to put interesting people in charge of them. And it's, it's, you know, obviously the problem. And I think a lot of these superhero movies do it better than other big action movies, but like making them like actually interesting and compelling, like films, you know, just on their own, as opposed to just like, you know, putting in some random director who can like get it in on time and under budget or whatever. I mean, I think you bring up a good point, which is that, I want to be skeptical. I, I don't say I want to be, but there's a part of me that's skeptical that these superhero movies can keep it up. But then you look at the scope of other action movies that are out there, and a lot of comparable level budget movies are worse. Yeah, they're like, mostly bad. Yeah, like yeah. it's there's so. I mean, and this is partly because of like things like you know, if there could be another Transformers movies, then give me <sighs> fucking twenty more Avengers movies compared exactly, to that bullshit. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't like, even that looks begin like shit to, to me. Like it I can't. So it bad. looks terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know how many hungry people you could feed with one Bay <laughs> movie, Transformers movie? Like, who oh, the man. fuck is watching that? Yeah, and Not, that's well, you know, Asia, right? That's like why these big oh, kaiju movies. Okay, no, that's right. that's actually like that's for real. Like the reason that it's Transformers is gone, yeah. as far as it has, is because the markets of like these large robot kaiju movies. That's why Pacific Rim two got picked up. Yeah, but you I know, like, like I'm into Pacific Rim. Oh yeah, me too. Did you I'm guys see the new Godzilla movie? I did. Did you see you it? You mean Shin Godzilla? Shin Godzilla? Yeah. How good is it? It's so fucking good. It's unbelievable, I right? It. You hated, I hated it? it. He's yes. a he's a fucking monster. Dude. I am a monster. I hated it. I saw it at New York Comic Con. I was not. What on earth could you not like about he's it? He's actually a piece of shit. <laughs> Number one, I'm an actual piece of shit. Number two, I just don't like the legislative attack on how to take down Godzilla. But he just wanted a traditional Godzilla movie. I wanted Godzilla to like fucking you know fight. And like <laughs> eat things. I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to talk to the president elect on an airplane with the with the lady. I don't want to do that. It's so funny to me because like <laughs> when you described it to me as why you didn't like it, I thought, that's right. That sounds terrible. And then I watch it and I'm like, on one hand, it's everything Josh said it was, and yet everything <laughs> he said about it is wrong and it's really good. <laughs> like on paper, that should be a bad movie. 
in reality, it's I was movie. into it the yeah. whole time. Yeah, me too. No way, I, I was like so entertained. Could the whole time. not, yeah. could not I deal loved with it. it. I yeah. loved it. Do you think this is partly because you're so um, racist against Japanese people? It's a distinct possibility. Okay. You know what I mean? Because uh, it's a Filipino know. thing. Yeah, you know, you don't understand inter-Asian beef. So, oh, I certainly do not. <laughs> well, one thing I do know about Shin Godzilla is that if you are Japanese, it's like. Th- this kind of shit that we're talking about, like fan service and stuff. There's like every single famous person is in it, yeah. Right. And like ev- it's there's all these like random references and funny jokes and stuff like that. And I obviously got none of them, but um, it also I think won the Japanese Oscar for best picture and was the most expensive film ever made. Yeah, in Japan, ever made in Japan. Yeah, yeah. which is that's tight. what I really. Too. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Holy shit! I think they're making another. I really hope they're making another one. Uh, right now the production company is working on their next Godzilla-based anime. Okay. Uh. Which is, I've, if I'm correct, I saw a trailer, but it was in Japanese, so I didn't quite understand what was happening. <laughs> right. But it's, I, think it's, I think it's called Godzilla Monster Planet, and it's like humans, you know, Japanese always have these things in their anime where humans have left Earth a long time ago mm-hmm. and done other shit. Yeah. So we come back to be like, oh, this is what Earth is like, and the whole planet is... All Godzillas? Godzillas? Oh, shit. Not specifically Godzillas. I think just monsters. Just monsters. monsters. And then like Godzilla's like the king, obviously, of the monsters, because he's Godzilla. I, I thought it was so tight. I, I really liked it. it. I really yeah. liked it as well. It's okay. Uh, now, what did you guys did? did we don't I don't want to digress or anything, but you brought it's up totally like fine. that makes me think. Though, what what do you think about this whole Kong Skull Island being the beginning of like monster movies, like uh, big monster movies? I mean, if they do a good job, I'm cool with it. Did you like Kong? I didn't see it yet. Did um, you see it? Yeah. Did you like it? No. No. People, not at all. People liked it. it though, right? Like general consensus was that it was. Good. It. I enjoyed it. I thought it was the worst edited film I've ever seen in my life. Really? <laughs> really? Like, just, like, amateurishly done. Wow. wow. Like, I've seen better student films. No shit. I enjoyed who, it. Who I directed it? Was... <clears throat> who knows? Just some random. No, I mean, he's done other stuff. I know who he is, but I, off the top of my head, I can't remember. Yeah. yeah. The, the, here's, here's, I felt like there were between 50 and 100 superfluous shots. Okay. That there were a lot of scenes where... We can't cut in mid-conversation. Mm-hmm. It's not clear what anyone's talking about. And then we cut away before the conversation is resolved. Yeah. There were big monsters fighting big monsters in that movie. Again. I was totally into that. That's uh, why it was so frustrating. That's my shit. That it was edited so poorly. I just was watching yeah. for Godzilla fighting. Like, All right. Or, no, mean, it's fine. Kong. So what you're what, saying what are the, is, Yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I mean, so what you're saying is that as long as there's any monsters of any kind, you're yeah. into it. I'm in. That are fighting I'm, I'm other listen, monsters. I, I'm at least I'm listening, you know. Like yeah. if you if you're talking about giant monster movies, I'm I'm interested in it. Like I th- when I was a kid, that was the first shit I was into. Was like right. was like I bought like I saved like change and went to like the like Sam Goody near my house and bought like fucking creature from the Black Lagoon. No, I and g- stuff like I loved that shit. So you know, I'm de- I'm definitely predisposed to like no, it. No, I get that. But, like, but this should be the bet. I mean, King Kong doesn't have as a character in films a strong track record most of the movies involving any character related to kong are are bad like right. there's a whole series and so i figured and bars racist. bars oh and well <laughs> yeah. the best of the best is also the <laughs> horribly racist, racist. One, <laughs> the horribly offensively racist one so i thought this movie will be good because it'll probably not be racist and it'll be like modern film well done and it like it makes michael bay look like he knows how to make a movie right that's how bad it was and the only good part was Kong, and there wasn't enough of him to justify. And I felt like the other creatures he was fighting were stupid and poorly designed. Right. 
So well, who, who did he outside? fight? Like what other? There were on the island. There are these lizard things that they have like skulls on the outsides of their bodies, and like they fucking run around with two legs. But mm. they got a big ass tail. Interesting. They're dumb. They're so dumb. What yeah. are they rebooting? Like the whole universal. Yeah, because there's a tag on scene at the end where you hear about Ghidra, Godzilla, and Mothra. They're gonna do like Mothra. a destroy all yeah, monsters, like a pandemonium. See, here's no another suggestion for these studios. I'm sure a bunch of you are listening right now. How <laughs> about a movie that's only those like end things after the credits? <laughs> just oh, a bunch you know of what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like I'm saying like two hours of just like little teasers. scenes. That would be so sick. That would be great. You and know, have Stan Lee in every single one. That would be so tight. When it comes to comic book movies, I was stoked for every stinger I've been stoked for, but I read a list. It was like all the Marvel stingers you know, compared, and I was like, yeah. oh, right. I don't remember half of these because they were so not. inconsequential yeah. and stupid. Yeah. But at the time, I thought, oh, here com- it comes. <laughs> <laughs> You're just like, oh, man, a commercial. <laughs> uh, but here's the deal. Here's the deal I will say about Kong Skull Island. The post credit scene, better than the whole rest of the movie. Wow. wow. Yeah. Okay. Crazy. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I did want to see it. Uh, like, I, I'm like a, it was a Brie La- Larson. Brie Larson. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm a fan of hers. She's and, great. Yeah. I'm excited for I her Marvel movie. The, yeah. Be good. Who is she? Captain She's Marvel. Be Captain Marvel. Yeah. It's pretty good. She was good in Free Fire too. Free Fire was a great movie. Did you see that? I haven't seen it yet. I really yeah. need to see oh, it. Oh, yeah. She's a g- I think she's a good actor. I, Free Fire know. is wonderful. I think you'd actually yeah. really love it. Yeah. Movie. Well, well that's I know, cool. but I have a baby. So. Right. I know. It's different from so, me than you. I get so it. the moth just. That's re- not a cool thing. That's like my life is hard now. <laughs> Once you have kids, you'll totally understand. Enjoy your Brie Larson film. I've I really never fucking that, said that in my life. I really hope that Godzilla and Mothra have like baby Godzilla <laughs> and baby Mothra. Yo, I so like, so 100% when we were leaving the movie, I, I, I was like, I was like this would have been better with some Godzuki action. Godzuki in there. If that was how they did the oh. crossover, it's King Kong's just hanging out and Godzuki shows up and he's like, oh, King Kong, I need you to come help my dad. Skull Island was pretty good, but like, I wish that there was like a little baby like chimpanzee King Kong. You know what? Oh, like, at the hey, end of the movie. Hey, so good. You're, as so, as so the good. official host of Cinepunks, I'm ending this goddamn episode because you guys are motherfuckers. Hey, Andy, you got anything you want to plug or hype? Well, sure. Let's let's think of some plugs. Uh, Ceremony's doing a residency in Los Angeles. You know, Hollywood, La La Land. So if any of you, so what does that mean? Are you just gonna? Does that mean every night you're not playing, you're just gonna go to the New Beverly and see movies? Because that's what I would. The New Beverly Uh, or Santa Family. I'm a Vista guy, but um, I'm a Vista guy. (laughs) Get fucked. Jesus Christ! <laughs> so wait, no, no, no. Seriously, though, what's have a you ever heard of this cool mean? like theater? It's called the Grove. <laughs> <laughs> it's different when you have kids. Like don't worry. Underground about it, sort of place, <laughs> you know. Uh, I hate you so much. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's cool. So no, I'm doing a residency. No, yeah, we're doing, so, so that mean you're going to play like a bunch of nights in a row. Yeah, or we're something? doing three nights at the at the Echo in. Uh, I guess it's Echo Park, right? Um, yeah, we uh, are just doing a different. You know, we ceremony likes to do different weird things. So we've never done this before, but we're gonna do. We're gonna play like pretty much every song we've ever done um, uh, over three nights. Different songs every single night. Different bands every single night. Celebrity DJs, you know, the whole thing. Nice. Um, there's a and oh, I get. Well, can I say this? Uh, when is this gonna be on the in, on the internet? Probably like uh, next week, sometime. Next week. Tuesday, Wednesday, sometime. Yeah, John Reese is gonna be in ceremony for one of the days, like uh, yeah, like Thursday baby, night. Baby, so that's cool. Yeah, he like learned all our songs, and so we're gonna that's do three so three cool. guitars on the Thursday night. So if you're in LA, 
Come check it out. I think there's a couple tickets left. The oh, Open shit. City record is out now. You should Yay. buy it. Yes. Uh, TheOpenCity.com. That's what two else? E's, right? Two E's, yeah. Because, you know, much like Chris Reject, we couldn't get the <laughs> ideal. <laughs> right, right. The ideal. But rather than co-opt a subculture in order to like sell <laughs> shit. Jesus Christ. We just added an E to it, you know? Not an X. Please yeah. support XLVACX.com. Yeah. Please, support Please support our sponsors. XXXLVScreenStraightEdgeScreenPrinting.com. <laughs> and uh, and uh, X what else? Open is... City X. Yeah, exactly. Shoot till death. .org. <laughs> yeah, it's like straight edge hardcore. Nail to the open And what else? Dark blue, start of the world, still hot. Check that out. Yeah. Still um, hot. Still, still burning. Still burning up them charts. I don't really know what else is going on. Painted Black just played some shows, but we're not going to do that again for a long time. So How, do, how uh, was that show, by the way? The church show? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it was outstanding. I was so bummed I couldn't go. Yeah, you blew it. It was awesome. <laughs> it was, it was, I mean, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, I'll you do know, his response, dude. I would have, but like, you know how it is. Like when you have, <laughs> when a, kid, you have a kid, you know, you know things. Just, just, you know what's gonna fucking happen? <laughs> uh, we're never gonna have you on the show again until one day you're gonna make a mistake and have a baby. <laughs> And then, I'm gonna, and, then, and then I'm going to have you on, and then you're going to be like, I'm sorry, you were right. I get it, dude. Life I is totally hard when it. you have a baby. And I'm, it's just I'm totally it kidding. I mean, you know, we've got a parent of two as well. In, yeah, in, exactly. In our, we have songs about kids now, so yeah. we're like actually music for parents. Um, oh the show God. is killer. It was really nice to play. I actually realized I just missed that being like with everyone. You know, yeah, we hadn't totally. done it in a couple of years, so, um, but you know, it's... It, so that was cool, and uh, I don't know. We'll probably make another record before we play again. So, um, and yeah, I guess that's it. I don't really know what else to plug. Open City's playing a show soon. Yeah, the twenty second yeah. with Reviver. With Reviver. Oh, where at? And some other bands. At the Philomoka. Philomoka. Oh, sure, sure, sure. I yeah, actually, yeah. this is funny. I'm going from a residency in L.A. Flying and then doing a personal residency for two days at Philomoka because Dark Blue is playing the next night with. Uh, Rose McDowell from Strawberry Switchblade. Right. Oh, that's going to be fun. fucking yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, that's so really yeah, cool. that's that's my short <laughs> list of plugs. <laughs> Josh? Um, next weekend, the Cross Keys are playing the Old Arrows record release at Ortleaps. Yep. So that should be fun. Um, Solarize is playing the Break Free Festival. Uh, at oh, the hell yeah. Stoked. So that's going to be a good time. We're playing with a bunch of awesome bands. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's it. Um, I don't have any sort of personal things to plug other than these things that are Cinepunks related. Mm-hmm. We have two new shows. Got me a movie. Yeah, Please pretty awesome. Download, check LB. it out. And Black Sun Dispatches. So good. Uh, so good. Did I you listen to, to it? I listened to the first episode at work and it blew my mind. <laughs> the second episode is already done. It'll be up before this is up. So nice. the second episode is up now. Download it. I want both those shows to blow up. I think they're yeah, really Yeah, I think they're really, really good. And we have more shows coming so we'll leave it at that yes. um and 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 keep an eye out for that and then as far as events coming up all i want to say is it's motherfucking drive-in season y'all yeah it's drive mahoning what's season up? and mahoning Delcy, what's up mahoning to me is killing it with their lineup for the summer they have some amazing genre everything they're doing yeah. is great so support them we like them they are great um, and then a little bit down the road, our friends at Exhume, they just had X-Fest, but they're doing a night uh, where they're showing Angel Heart and another movie, which I forget what it I've is. I've never seen Angel Heart, so I'm Oh, it's yeah. worth seeing. I'm told this it's is, a wild movie to this watch. This is the movie that killed, uh, what's her name's career? Vanity's career. Oh, no, no. Uh, not Vanity. Um, not Vanity. Um, from a different world. Who's uh, from married the, to uh, Jasmine Guy? No, no, no. From the Co- Cosby Show slash Felicia world. Rashad. No. Oh, Lisa Bonet. Lisa, Lisa Bonet. Bonet. Yes. 
she was that's why she couldn't do the second season of a different world was because of angel heart Amazing. really what's oh, yeah. what's the deal and she takes her top off and they were like no thank you because as you cosby know was like as you know I cosby is a very uptight moral person God, and what, a, what a fucking piece of shit, right? <laughs> That's what one hundred percent, like Republican House member level piece of shit. Yeah, it's pretty bad. How yeah, long did he make up. make black youth feel bad for having baggy pants while he's raping women? Yeah, dude, fucking fuck that monster, shit, terrible. Okay, terrible. sorry, not to get negative. All I'm saying is Mahoney Drive is doing a great job. Exhumed has stuff coming up. Yeah, check both those out. And then we mentioned it in Harvest, but I want to mention here. There's a number of uh, memorial screenings coming for up. James Harris for James Harris. Uh, for those of you who don't know, James Harris, Doc Terror uh, on episode was that sixty? 60. Mm-hmm. Uh, we interviewed him about uh, his. Uh, time in horror the stuff he's done in horror but more about his uh ewing sarcoma ewing sarcoma and his struggle um you know to stay alive and be with his family and he passed away and uh his family is still now trying to make it and pay for bills and whatever so a lot of people who love him because of the great impact he had in the horror community are having all these screenings there's a 35 millimeter creep show in yonkers there's a Double feature, sci-fi double feature in uh, uh, Hudson, Hudson put Horror. on by the Hudson Horror yeah. Show. So there's a bunch of stuff coming up in support. Of, if you just look up James Harris, mm. you'll find a bunch of memorial screenings where there's all the proceeds go- are going to his family. There's also a GoFundMe open that Dan yes. told us about, so yes. you can contribute there directly to his yes. family. He has three small kids, and like and he's gotten support. Like the Vinegar Syndrome guys, they auctioned off of uh, like an actual film and yeah. made like three grand on That's that. That's awesome. One. And so uh, you know, it's I'm, we're glad to see his family get such support. And you know, neither one of us got to know James that well, but that. Getting to have that particular conversation with him was like just amazing. Yeah, so, very. It was very moving. <laughs> yeah. So okay, uh, I think that's everything. Thank you for checking us out. Remember, rate, review, subscribe, download, download, download. Uh, support the other shows. Order Buy stuff from LVAC. Yeah. Buy our shirts. <laughs> uh, and I guess that's it. And thank you so much to Andy for coming and, and talking on the show with us. And thank watching you. movies with me. Thank you so much for having me. It's yeah. been a real honor. I've been wanting to do this for years. <laughs> we'll, we'll do it again. Andy, really? from, more. Andy from Disphere. <laughs> Andy, you might have heard of his other band, the E Street Band. <laughs> <laughs> Andy from the Velvet Underground. <laughs> yeah. All right. So that's it. Thank you uh, so much. Guardians of the Galaxy 2 in theaters now. <laughs> okay. Bye. Smoke bomb.